welcome back, Deck Hockey Focus. We are extremely happy to announce that there is going to be a summer tournament 2020. All of our hopes and dreams have come true. So we're bringing on the Levesque boys. Uh, they're going to give us a little bit of a preview of what to expect. Uh, we do know that it's already sold out, but uh, before we hop into it, Nick, Pat, thanks for joining us, boys. Thanks, thanks for, for having, having us. us. As always, always fun to be here. Talk. Yeah, so Patty's having some technical difficulties. He actually said he's he's not going to let anyone see his face until the tournament just to keep the competitive edge and keep people in fear. So we're keeping him blacked out. Uh, but, Nick, you're looking good. You're looking like you're in shape. Uh, how's how things been kind of in the offseason? Uh, good. Busy, busy, really getting the deck season started and all that. The junior season's rolling now. The Adel has been rolling. Now it's getting the summer tournament ready and stuff. So it's been a been really busy but it's fun it's i'm happy to be back i mean it's it's what we love it's our passion like we talk about all the time so it's just, just exciting to be back in two weeks we're two weeks less than two weeks away now exactly 13 days away from the opening night for the first game for the 2020 nda summer tournament so we're just happy we can do it it's going to be as big as every year it's going to be fun uh teams from all over again coming down we can kind of talk about the teams coming a little bit here but uh yeah, it's going to be another exciting tournament. So just so everybody's aware, we're, we're talking like uh, August 19th is the, kick, the kickoff through the 23rd. So we're, uh, we're not that far away. But uh, Patty, what are you doing to prepare, buddy? Well, right. Actually, it's funny you're saying that. I was uh, uh, just looking at my you know, last couple of games. I had five games left, two in D2+, plus, three in D1. So um, that's a big part, right? Play as many games as you can before the event. Uh, so we're, we're, you know, honestly on my side is working the small details of the game, playing both sides, uh, you know, try to, you know, work on my speed. And uh, so we're, you know, you're ready to top shape for the, for the big tournament. So, uh, you know, every, every small detail will make a big difference in those big games. So that's why I'm working on uh, for the last couple of games before uh, the big event. Have the nerves set in at all? Do you guys have uh, kind of a chip on your shoulder after last year? Oh, yeah. Started, for we me, it started like last week. Like I was like, man, it's here. It's in three weeks, you know, and we started uh, having a few practices here and there over our games and like working out more intensively and nutrition wise. Like now I'm drinking, I'm counting how much water I drink a day, my nutrition, all that. I'm trying to get down to a certain weight for the tournament stuff. So I think last week when they hit that that three week mark, I was really all right. This it's it's time, you know. Every every night counts. Like our sleeping schedule, I, I'm trying to get back on track and all that. So I'm really like that. Said we're getting more in game mode. Like every night I get home, I'm watching games from two years ago. I watched the the deck hockey focus video of the championship versus Louisiana two years ago, and we're just picking and we're like rewinding, pausing, and we're just analyzing the game over and over again, see what we can work on, improve, and stuff like that. So. It's fun. Yeah, the, the leading to the tournament is almost is always the it's like you said, the nerves, it's exciting, but the preparation, it's it's a big part of the, you know, you play the game, but you got to prepare for it. So that part is it's it's really exciting. It's fun. Yeah, that's what like got me really the adrenaline going and, and the nervous, too. I actually like Nico was saying, we uh, watched the game. You guys uh, uh, did the video on against Louisiana and last year as well. And it just got me going, those butterflies and excitement and nervousness. And am I ready? You know, everything goes in your head when you watch that last year and then two years ago when we came back. And then you get the, but the butterflies going. 
and your your head starts spinning and you're really like Nick said you really start focusing on okay I want to be I, this got to be my best tournament I got to be top shape what do I need to do uh you know on on the rink off the rink uh so so yeah but I think exactly like when I started I looked at that video from the last two years that what uh, really got me uh, going and the little butterflies started going so so yeah no, for sure. And I, I, I know everybody's looking forward to it. Everybody I talk, I talk to. But before we dig in the details of it, I kind of wanted to pull the curtain a little bit, back a little bit. And for 99% of the people that show up to the tournament, right, it's already done. Everything's set. They just show up. So what about the work and the effort that goes into not only organizing, but, you know, the breeze, the coordinating with the city, recruiting teams from out of town. Can you open up a little bit about that and what that looks like? Yeah, for sure. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of behind the scenes, as you can tell, even so just coming with you guys. Right. So, you know, with, you know, we're open, you know, we, we had a meeting with you guys. What's our plan? How do we make it big, big uh, better and every year uh, interviews? We, you know, we're going to do this year um, and, and all those details of, you know, cameras where you get, you know, the time frame for for you guys to uh, get all that that live uh, video. Uh, and then we have all the, you know, the food vendors we got to communicate with, details, the massage therapists, Carol's, uh, city as well. You know, we're going to be there late, so we got to let them know uh, about our time frames and that we're going to be there till obviously, like, in the past, like, you know, we're there all day long, you know, all night long. So, um, yeah, it's a lot behind the scenes uh, from ranking players. Uh, Nick does a lot, you know, out, the out-of-town players that we got to, you know, Nick needs to look into with the committee on, you know, their background, what's the best level for them. Uh, so everybody's in the right level, Com you know, the competition is right there. Uh, so yeah, so there's a lot of, you know, behind the scenes, but again, it's, it's, it's a passion and, and, you know, seeing the, the event growing every year um, and, and just, it just gets you going. So uh, yeah. Well, and I think yeah. that was my my biggest like concern or fear with everything that's been going on and all the delays and restrictions on everything is we've seen the tournament just like explode every year. It just seems bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was like, oh my gosh, are we going to take a step backwards this year? You know, so, I mean, what does it look like? I know you guys basically sold out again right off the, right off the bat, right? Yeah, a little over a week or, we were, were sold out. Affected? A little over a week sold out. We're at 51 teams, so it's our max max capacity here. We adding a new division to D5, so adding a lower division for these people that couldn't really necessarily compete at the D4 level. Now they have an option to compete in D5 level, because uh, at the end of the day, that's what we want, right? It's not just about D1, D2. It's really about everybody being being able to compete at their own level, at their own skill, right? So that's really exciting. Adding that new division. Uh, new prizes too. We up the cash. D two, D three is a little more cash, so that's that's another plus. There's a little bit of different cooler prizes in their bags, sandals, gloves, stuff like that. So we try to switch it up a little bit, make it exciting for everybody. Um, but talking about the teams too, so obviously we lost all our Canadian teams. We're gonna come. We had three to five D one Canadian teams lined up. Obviously that that didn't work out. So. But now it turns out it's going to be even probably a, a little different. It's going to be cooler because now we have – we're going to have basically all the top USA talent for five-on-five, three-on-three, U19, including 
We have the Leominster team coming down from Boston. So we have big names like Bobby Hauser, Corey Wilson, Jordan Senegal, like all some of the top talent in five on five team USA's had for over the past five, six plus years, right? So that's an exciting new team. So it's it's always cool, I think, for the fans and even for us playing to see new faces. You don't have the same people coming over and over again. So now this whole team is going to be a if you guys watched 2016 World Cup, actually two of those guys on that team, Wilson and Hauser, were big pieces of the Team USA in 2016, three and three. So these are these guys are coming, which is going to be fun. Uh, then the team from New Jersey, the Garden State team, is coming, and then a couple of familiar faces will be uh, JoJo Melillo, Jack Gallen, and Mike Marquise, which were big pieces of our U17 Team USA team in uh, Montreal last summer. So the Jersey boys, we call them. So it's going to be cool to see like all these, we've been kind of, I'm, you guys have been watching them online, like following Team USA and stuff. So now they're all coming to our our backyard, you know, in Iowa, Quad City. And they're, they've been pumped. They've been texting me all the time, asking questions about the tournament. And they've been watching video and they, they're excited. They're preparing as much as we are. So it's going to be a good, good, fun battle. And again, we have the Healy's team coming back with the Colas, Barry, all these, the same core group of guys, Austin Jackson, all guys that play Team USA as well. Um, and then we have a new team of basically our uprising talent, all the younger kids like Stone, Kramer, Charlie Jaray, Zach Schreiber, Dakota, all this young talent that should that are competitive to play at that level. They're all going to be together, competing together. So it's really going to be a Team USA showcase, basically, like a big tryout competing at the top level and we're going to have all the top talent from all over the place all here in Iowa in our rings so it's going to it should be I think it's going to be the best the the best one so far oh yeah awesome, I agree awesome. Patty it, Patty who's who's coming from farther away like what's what are some teams that are really making a journey oh we have you know lots of teams and uh just if we go back to that you know the the D1 open level uh we have the the team uh, from Pittsburgh uh, mainly from there with the, the Hauser and the Corey Wilson and Jordan Senegal and those guys uh, that are, you know, obviously elite World Cup players. We got the Jersey boys coming down. Uh, we got a lot of teams from Chicago. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the, like Nick said, it's going to be every, every year seems there's new competition and they get it gets better and better. And I think this year will be, again, better than the, the, the previous years. And uh, it'll be a fun competition every level, not only in the top end, which will be cool because we'll see, again, the top of the top from the young guys that are, were part of the two, you know, to uh, 19 World Cup up to, the, you know, the, the, the World Cup, 216 Montreal, 218 Slovakia, they're all there. Uh, but, you know, in, in every level, there's going to be some, you know, really cool competition, D2, D3, the, up to the D5. We have a the Chicago team coming uh in the to compete in d5 juniors as well uh as we know pittsburgh's coming to defend our title so uh and we have a new team from chicago so um so yeah it's gonna be uh in every level the competition will be there and a lot of new faces uh so it'll be really fun to see uh what happens oh for sure <clears throat> I think that's kind of one of the big takeaways too, is that, you know, we lost the Canadian border with those being closed, but the rest of the United States was more than willing to jump on board because this is really the first big event of the year. Yo, yeah. Everything else was yeah. delayed, pushed back. All the summer tournaments are 
they're all in 2021 now. So yeah. the opportunity to bring that East Coast, you know, style of play into the Midwest and the Quad Cities is, it's going to be interesting to see how it shakes out. And I think that's going to be the big storyline of the weekend. Yeah, I agree. No, it'll be nice. These teams will be fast. They'll be physical. I mean, they got all hard shots. I mean, I'm sure you guys, if you all watched the game, we knew how talented these guys were. So they, they picked up the three and three game super fast and they fell in love with it. And that's why as soon as they, they found out that the event was happening, they messaged right away, reserved the spot. Like we want to play. I mean, they, they fell in love with the three and three game, but they're going to bring their intense, like we saw the gods uh, two years ago, they brought this, they, they were just a run and gun fast team always in your face. So they play, they brought their five on five game in our small rink and it was, it worked out pretty well for them as we all know. But, uh, these guys, they'll have a bigger background than what the gods had two years ago, right? Because they played a whole World Cup with us, and we've been coaching them, so they, they kind of know our strategies as well. They should play a very structured game. Hopefully, if they, if they were listening and paying attention to what, what we were working with them last summer, but so it should, it should be good. I mean, uh, it's, it's, I'm like just talking about it now. It's like, man, it's going to be competitive. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. And and the other thing to add to, I'm super excited to see uh, our local World Cup, you know, elite guys uh, competing at the, that level for the first time. Obviously, they were part of the World Cup, but now for the first time, they're part of the open level at the national tournament. So, um, and they were playing with uh, three of the Jersey, uh, you know, players that are coming here. So, with the, you know, the Kramer, the Stone, the Dakota, uh, it'll be really fun to see the future all-stars competing at that level, uh, you know, for kind of the first time, if I, you know, take away the world cup, but for our event, the big national, it's going to be the first time for them. So uh, it'll be super cool to see uh, how they do and, uh, and, uh, and see too, is for us as see the future. Right. So, uh, so yeah, super excited. So obviously you guys have been doing your research about what teams are coming and who you guys are going to be up against, but give people a look at maybe uh, what's to be expected from the deckheads. Cause we know everybody's going to be rooting for the home team. Who are some of the returning players and, and you know, what moves have you made in the off season? Same core group of guys. So obviously me, Pat, uh, we got the Swisher, Bobby, Womack, same little core that we've had for the past, what, four or five years now. Uh, Fan favorite Scully will be back this year, so he's fun. He's he's came down already. He came down last weekend, subbed in a D1 game, and coming he's coming. Tomorrow. He's coming down again tomorrow to play again and get a practice in. So he's traveling from Chicago back and forth just to get some games and be ready. Uh, yes, yeah, so he was out last summer, and obviously he's coming back. So that's a big uh, going to help us a lot. One of our big key guys back in the lineup. So that's nice. Uh, new faces with us. We're going to have uh, Johnny Ruiz, who obviously everybody knows from – he played two years ago with the Gods. He's the, he was the team captain for uh, USA 5-on-5 five five at the last World Cup. So a big name in the world of deck hockey. And him and I, obviously, we played, uh, we played ice uh, this season in Danbury, so we got close. So all year we've been just talking about deck and stuff. And, I mean, it was done – probably by Christmas time, he's like, yeah, I'll play with you guys. I mean, it just, it just worked out perfect. We play on the same line on the ice and stuff, and we had a good season. So now it'll be fun to see how we do together on the deck. So it should be good. He's excited too. I mean, he's, we're, we're calling each other every other day, talking about the, the tournament and stuff, recruiting the team. I mean, we've been trying to recruit the past month. So that'll be a fun new face to add with us. And another guy, like we talk about Team USA, like a big name and 
or five on five, through and through, whatever it is. So Johnny Ruiz is a big name. It's fun to have him back. Uh, who else we got new face? We got a uh, well, we, we got new new uh, sign up that Bunnell. So so Gordy Bunnell, another, another guy I played ice with. So <clears throat> hopefully he's gonna turn out and learn the game quick. So he's never played three on three deck either. Plays a little bit of five on five. A great ice player. So we're gonna see how he adjusts to the game. So that should be interesting. Another new face and. Hopefully we get the, the Danbury connection going or something. Uh, and then a fan favorite between the pipes, uh, Marty is back with us. <clears throat> so we'll see. He, took, he, he was sent down to the minors last year, like we joke about. He said, yeah, I was sent down to the minors last year. Now he's like, now I'm back. I'm, I'm, I'm hungrier than ever. It's like when you, when you get sent down to the minors, when you get the chance to come back up, you're going to be ready. And we, he, he, he's joking that he got – he got cut and brought down to the minors. Now he's back in the big league. So he's excited. He's been traveling down every, every weekend from mm-hmm. Wisconsin to play in the D1 games and stuff. So, I mean, it's just cool to see that people don't, don't realize it's really the, the time and effort. They just see the big prize and all oh, in just a weekend. But it's, it's preparation that comes to it and it's investment, time investment, money investment. The people that play at that level, they, they do a lot of commitment. Saturday nights, well, we before the tournament, we get ready. We're we're practicing. We're doing this and that. We're doing video. Like we're putting a lot of time to be ready to perform at that level. And I know the same thing with the other guys, New Jersey. Like they've been everybody at that level. If you want to compete, you have to be in shape. I mean, it's it's so physical. It's so fast. So guys show up. For, it's not just show up and play. I mean, guys get ready months in advance for this event. So it's it's fun. It's exciting. And it's like I said, the preparation leading up to it is the is the biggest part of it for us, I think. Yeah, for so sure. I agree. And I, and I think every, every level, you know, like it, it's, it's, if they, you know, from today on to tournament, if they do a little extra stuff and, uh, you know, play as many games as you can, if you're out of town, just try to do what you can do off the rink. Uh, it's going to help out, you know, it's going to help out your performance during the event. Cause obviously we, it's condensed, right. It's, it's, you know, you play multiple games, in shorter you know, amount of time. So you got to be ready. Your body's got to be ready for it. So um, it starts right now, you know. So uh, I do think that teams that will end up winning in any level from the event, no matter if it's the Open or D5, will, will be the teams that are starting today to get ready. Um, so, so, yeah. Real quick, my only question is that Gordy Bonnell, is that B-O-N-N-E-L? One L, I believe. I, I okay. Always... B-O-N-N-E-L. I'm just going to have to go Google and start watching Yeah, Google him. He was like a top scorer on the team. He put up some good stats and stuff. Great hockey IQ, playmaker, gritty guy, works hard in the corner. So that's how I recruited Scully. I mean, from uh, Louisiana, he had never played deck. Just the way he played ice game, I was just like, mm, let's take a chance with him. And obviously it paid out. So let's hope uh, Gordy is the, the new uh, Scully for deck hockey. <laughs> It's just it's just fun to grow the game, you know where he's from, and then he comes here, plays deck. Now he's hopefully he loves it. I'm, obviously he will. He's gonna go back home, and now it's just expanding the game, growing the game too, right? It's I think that's all part of it. It's getting people like all year round on the ice. I'm talking about deck nonstop, and then I had Johnny Ruiz with me, who was like as crazy as I am about deck, and everybody's just listening to us talk, talk nonstop about deck, and now it's gonna be cool. Next year, Gordy is going to be the one that, yeah, I played in that tournament. It was sick. You know what I mean? It's just cool to expand the culture of deck and have ice guys know what deck is all about and see how competitive. And I, I keep telling him, like, Gordy, I just hope you realize this is not like 
you're not just coming here for a beer league weekend tournament. Like this is like, we're prepping for this. Yeah. Like this is real serious and stuff. Like, Oh, I know, I know Nikki, like I'll be ready, you know? And he sends me Snapchat. He's going to joggings and stuff like that. So it's cool to see everybody taking it seriously and being really focused and doing whatever they can to be ready to perform. And that's, what's well, cool. Uh, you know, if you think about it, like every year there's new faces and then you, you learn from those players and, and, and that's what's cool about those, those big national tournaments, right? That we got guys from New York, Pittsburgh, New Jersey, Chicago coming down, Warlow, Springfield, right? Name it and stuff. So they're all coming down to Quad C and then in one weekend and you see all those new faces. Uh, so it, it's, it's so cool to see that. Oh, for sure. And I, and I think that's kind of the biggest thing about all these tournaments. And we talk about it regardless of what, what the format or where it is. And it's about one, getting people engaged. And once they do, they never leave. They want to come back. But also down to that, adding that D5 level. And that's really the, the entry level to hockey is ball yeah. hockey because it, yeah. it's an accessible sport. And it's something that is for everybody. So that's, that's awesome that we had the expansion down there and up top. So that just makes everything in between that much better. And even our junior league now, we have eight teams a season. So we're going to have two pools of four teams. I mean, we've thought eight teams at the under 14 years old. So it's all kids 13 and, and younger, eight yep. full teams with, especially with everything that's going on, as we know, limit our team. So it's, it's just amazing to see the numbers at that low age. All these kids are, I mean, I'm excited to see these kids compete. I mean, it's always fun to watch these games. Pittsburgh coming back. The Quad Cities should hopefully have some better competition this year. And and it's going to be fun to Chicago. watch these teams compete and stuff. So, yeah, junior Chicago yeah. team, Pittsburgh, uh, and then the local team. So it's just fun to see, like you said, at every level, you know, from D1 now to D5, and then junior 14 under and stuff. It's just fun to see it expand at every level, you know. And and that's why we wanted the D5, because we want to we make sure that, you know, there's the – no matter what your background, you can be part of those big events, right? Those big events, you know, are not only for the open level, they're for everyone, kids. And like you said, the D5, uh, the, the, you know, the salary cap is really low, right? So it's really for, you know, starter players and stuff, build our team, come and be part of that big national event. Even though you're a starter, you're learning a game still, you're part of this huge event. Um, so, yeah. Well, and that's what, I mean, when we're, when we're out and about, I mean, we talk to a lot of people from, you know, other states and across the country and stuff like that. And they probably think that we're insane just as much as we talk about the summer tournament and how crazy it is. But I feel like it's really hard for a lot of people to fully put the image in their head. Cause like, you'll see a picture of it and you're like, okay, that's not exactly what it looks like. Like, you know, like when you take a picture of a mountain, it doesn't look like a mountain. It looks like a hill. And then once you're yeah. there, you're like, well, this is insane. And it's like, You've got absolute top-level Team USA talent all the way down the board. Yeah. And the thing that I think is so cool about it is whether you're Bobby Hauser or John Scully taking it as seriously as you can, or you're somebody who's, you know, maybe played a couple of, a couple of games at a lower level and now you're really looking to, you know, win a yep. championship in this tournament. Everybody, I think, kind of takes it like they're a professional athlete. And oh, it's yeah. really cool to see, especially when you get down the line. That, that, well said. That's exactly why I fell in love with that hockey, with the life sets and the reality with it. Um, but you're totally right. It's not only we, the open level or D2 that we get the adrenaline about winning. The D5, they get the same adrenaline rush. Like, it's just at their own pace, right? They're, they're, 
it's just so we all have the same, you know, like adrenaline rush for the games because no matter what level you're at, it's real out there. It's a real professional league, you know, right? And, and that's what we want for everybody to enjoy the, the reality of this beautiful sport. Um, and, and, you know, everybody can compete no matter what background they have. And a funny story, too. So I just was uh, talking today at DAG. There's a, a guy that came here on vacation. He's a tech guy from Texas. And he was supposed to be here for just one week. And he's, allowed, he's, he's able to work from distance. So, but long story short, he was supposed to be here for a week, played one deck of game, one deck hockey game. And then he went below, he went crazy. Like, he's like, oh, my God, this is crazy, so fun. He told his company he's going to stay here for another three weeks uh, so he can be part of the, the big event. So it, it's like – and he's like, hey, I, I, I don't know how I'm going to leave because I'm addicted right now. Like, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, uh, But he's like, when I leave, I need to keep in touch. So we got to start one in San Antonio. But long story short, it's just like this guy just comes from Texas to Quad City. And then, boom, he doesn't want to leave the Quad City and, and, and falls off with the, the, the sport. So, um, and then he's going to hang out here a couple more weeks to be part of this big event. So, uh, so yeah. Like Mark, you said, you know, it's explaining. Even if you show a picture, I think beyond the picture is the atmosphere. You know, it's, you can't describe – you can't show the atmosphere of an event on just yeah. a picture, right? So, it, it, it's cool to – it's like you said, once you're there, like the Cowboys, they've been to so many events, World Cup, Slovakia, everything, and – there were they yeah, I was rewatching stuff from last year like this is the best event the fans are crazy so much into the game they love the sport like high quality refereeing high quality this this live stats on the website the the facilities are great all that stuff you know it's little details but it's most of it is the atmosphere you can describe it you know a guy like Johnny too he's been to all these big events he's like man I can't I'm so excited he calls me every week I'm so excited like, I'm so excited like two weeks he's like can't wait to be back like he wasn't there last year because the gods didn't come and I didn't know Johnny well enough to bring him in last year but now that we're close he's so pumped to be able to come and have a team and you want to play with and stuff so it's just it's the atmosphere and like you said why these teams come back in Pittsburgh every year it's their favorite event it's it's the fan it's the atmosphere and all that stuff and now it's it's getting everything ready and like we talked about every level and stuff now we're I'm digging every day the new players that have not played here before. I'm digging them, Googling them, finding, oh, he played high school hockey. Because at the end of the day, we don't do that to, to, to be an a-hole, whatever. It's just we want to be sure that every team can win at every level, right? That's why we do this. And every year you see so many games. Now it's shootouts. It's overtimes. Like how – that's the you can't beat that. Regardless of you win or lose, you can't beat it. We don't want to see teams getting blown out. Like that's our goal is to – that's why we do so much digging and we're so anal about rankings. It's, it, yeah. it's, not, to be, it's not to be a pain. It's just because we want the closest well, games we can. And I was at deck again today, yeah. first game at 6 p.m. with the new ref was training a shootout. You know, that's when you see, all, all right, right. It's, it's, it, that's what we want. We want every Just count the amount of shootouts we had this year. It's, a, it's amazing. I mean, we have one shootout a night. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing, the competition that, you know, the rivalry, the, I mean, that, that's been created and stuff. So, but yeah, you're totally right, Nick. It's all about those small details about the organization. Like, you know, the, the ranking makes the difference, you know. And it's tough, too, the out-of-time team. So now it's good that we have the live stats. Like, teams that come back, most of their guys, we know where they're at based on Saul Compera. He had two-point per game. Colin Carson's had two-point a game, so he's about his level. So it's really a lot of – and then we go in the Waterloo guys. So we take their Waterloo stats. We look at their NDA stats from tournaments and we try to find the right balance. 
I'll call people that play in Waterloo or guys there, managers there, and talk about it. We'll, we'll sit down on the phone for two, three hours talking about five guys just to make sure they're at the right level. So it's really, we do that because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. It's that we want all the teams to be competitive. So that, that, that's the biggest part of behind this team that we don't necessarily realize how much work it is. It's really to get all those players at the perfect ranking. And then it's, like I said, the guys that did not play before, all right, well, what's, what does he play? Did he play five on five? Did he play roller hockey? Did he play that? And then we go to the best of our knowledge to place him at that perfect rank where obviously each year it gets better and better, but that's the, the big part of behind the scenes that make this event even, even more fun. You know, that the, there's not many five on five events that there's six different divisions, right? It's, that's where we see the difference. Like everybody can play at their own level. So that's the beauty of it, I believe, yeah. That's, that's what I was going to clarify for everybody <clears throat> is that when we're talking points and salary cap, the way this tournament works is every league is assigned X amount of points with the exception of D1, which is wide open. Yep. So you can only have every player ranking is worth a certain amount of points and that gets deducted from your team cap. Yeah. So, yep. you salary cap. so not only as you know, a captain or a manager of a team, you have to build the team with the right players you have to do it within context of what you can afford. Yeah. And to get that right mix, it's not easy. And there's a lot of people who spend a lot of nights at deck trying yeah. to find that low level oh, guy to bring up the, yeah. to fill that and, seventh role because we need the legs or something. Exactly. And and that's the beauty of it too for for tournaments. Even the season, you see like trades going on, right? Like Daly's had to cut a guy and and you know, Irish Mafia picks him. Like, you know, in the season in tournaments, right? You see the captains. Uh, you know, or managers of the teams, like, trying to pick the best player that could in the season. You know, it's your best D1 you can have in your D2 plus team, right? Your best D1 plus, your, your best D2 plus or D2 team. Whoever can, can, you know, build the best team with the amount of points that you're allowed. And in the tournaments, like you said, Ryan, salary cap, it's all about figure, figuring out do you want a, a team of all D4s in the D5 mostly or do you want to add – couple like d4 plus and and have you mix it up with some d5 so it's all about strategy and and that i think that's a huge and cool part about it not only you know it's a preparation right how to build your team and who's going to build get, get the best like team built right and then after that it's who's going to get the best chemistry right who's going to you know get the lines going and, and that's the beauty too we talked early on before i think we were live but about that the the, the way we do the event is that every team has time to get that chemistry going, to figure out lines, to switch lines. Because you, you all have a minimum amount of games you're going to play. So you have, you have time to play and adjust and then get ready for the game that counts um, and, you know, from the game that you need to win to move on. But uh, so a lot of little, little small details that start, you know, prior, you know, building your team. And then once you have your team is to get that chemistry and lines going once the event starts. But um, so, yeah. And like, but I, I love, uh, I was going to say, Shaq, I love when you see as the tournament progresses and people start taking it extremely seriously and you'll see, you know, teams of 40 or 50 year old guys, you know, maybe they got a beer belly or something like that, but they got the headphones on, they're stretching, yeah. they're getting in their headspace, they're taking it, they're retaping <laughs> up their stick, everybody in their tent is quiet, they're kicking out all the wives and it's like, yeah. This is a D4 yeah. this is a D4 playoff game right now in the summer tournament and it is I'm actually excited. I can't wait to go and watch cuz 
I pick a team that has the coolest jerseys, and I just root for them since day one. I watch every, <laughs> single, watch every single game. Every single game. That's another thing, too. I'm always excited to see the new jerseys for the tournaments, or the new Joe Timpson always comes up with some crazy team names every year, and it's just fun to see new guys play with different guys, too. Like you said, like, you might be an enemy during the season, but yeah. then it's like, well, you know what? I hate this guy right now, but – He's pretty good. Let me try to draft him. How much is he worth? Oh, he's worth four points. Okay, let's let's try to get him on our side. You know, it's cool to see the different teams because we're taking basically a hundred teams from the season and narrowing down to like not even half of that if you bring in say 10, 15 away teams. So it's only 30 local teams. So you're taking everybody from three teams and you're like pushing them together. So it's not seeing well, these two guys hate each other in the season. How can they work together now? And it's it's fun. I'm looking at the raw, I'm starting to put in rosters in the system and stuff to have that already. And it's cool to see like, oh, this guy's playing with him now. Like, I'm excited to see how that works out. Or I try to see, oh, right, this team's pretty good. This team's good. But it's like you can, right now, I look at the rosters. I can't even tell you like, oh, this team's better. Every team is like, man, this, this game's going to be good. This game, And at every level too, like we said, because it's so, even the D3 teams, we're looking at it, it's like, man, these are going to be good games too now. It's, so it's fun to see all the rosters come together. And like what Shaq was saying, it's, it's GMO. It's basically your you're you're an NHL GM right now you have a salary cap well shit I'm at 68 points I can't afford you and it's you have to get your name out there and stuff it's, it's and you got some guys they, they take a guy that's ranked a little too low and he's clearly worked hard during the offseason and he's playing way above his ranking right now and that's why we do we re-rank the guys based on what they've been doing so far and they'll try to sneak in a roster with a guy that's ranked like D5 but he's averaging three points a game in D5 right now so I'm like Hey, sorry, buddy. This guy's now like a D four. It's like, ah, man. And they know too, but they, they try, and so that's yeah. it's just funny to see the GM just trying to make the best team they can, and it's it's cool to see that. Happen. And 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 it's, it is the plus side is you have to kick someone off your power play on Sunday. You're like, hey, sorry, man. I know you're like our best player, but like. You're off the power play. Sorry. <laughs> but and it's, too, it's, it's it's legit and it's it's managing a, a reality. I mean, there's we're you know, there's over eighteen fouls of money and prize to be won. So everybody wants their, you know, to win those prizes. No matter the level, it's super cool prizes. So you're 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 building your team on on a real professional competition and some serious prize to win. So um, you know, like you guys were saying, it, it gets super serious. Um, and, uh, so yeah, you can tell like, you know, like with the emails we're getting and stuff, like Nick was saying, we have a lot of players, two new players in, this, in the league that are non-ranked, right? And then you see those teams like trying to get like three non-ranked players that are producing crazy amount of points. Uh, so as, as considered as a, you know, worth zero points, but, um, you know, you, you see, they all try to, you know, to get those, those, uh, those players in their team, but obviously, uh. Uh, they all get re-ranked, you know, before the event. So, um, but yeah, it's just, you know, it's super cool to see the excitement that the captains, managers building their team and, and trying to get the, uh, win the prize and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. That's cool. Like, well, we all I... grew up like playing like NHL, build it, be a GM and you like recruit yeah. your players like on the video game. Now it's, it's this, but it's with real humans. Yeah. You know, you're like, you're going to deck people. Like if you're smart, you should be going to deck every night. If I'm being, I'm always there watching and guys should be, if I'm being a D4 team, you should go watch a D5 game. Get that little guy that's ranked low, doesn't yeah. have crazy stats, but he can stick on a guy. So this guy's worth zero points. He's not going to put up goals, but he's going to stick on their, their top score. You know what I mean? It's like, go there. It's yeah. a, it's a real life video game that you're, you're doing like 
with real people. It's 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 yeah. fun, you know. It's a it's a different yeah. side of the game that people don't realize. It's not just playing; it's building the team. That's the well, the, the time consuming thing is to build the team. Yeah, and there's I think there's a lot of value that people don't put on that. You know, obviously, like I'll just focus on the D two level, which Marty and I were building that team. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, wait a minute, we can go get this D three cut kid. He's not going to score. But he's gonna annoy the hell out of everybody. Yep. Yeah. He's got wheels for days. He, yep. Yeah. I'm like, idea. let's take him. Like, but, let's yeah. get him. So that's. I mean, we yeah. take approach like that, and yeah. I just want the players to know too. If you've never been in that GM role or that manager coach's role, there's players that, quite frankly, we want to take on teams, but we can't. Like we had a couple of guys on our team where, like, yeah, look, we should pick him up. If I would have known that three days ago, because. You know, we already have two lefties. Yeah, exactly. We need a righty. Like, I can't yeah. take three left-handed defensemen. Yeah. I need yeah. a righty. So, yeah. you got you to gotta navigate that way. Yeah, that's exactly. That comes with a small D. So, you're totally right. You can't have only lefties with only righties. And you got to figure out to your lines, okay, a, a quick guy with uh, maybe a guy with more skills and then a guy that's more defensive-minded and – you don't want nine scores. You don't want nine defensive guys either. So you... We're losing Pat. I ain't losing uh, Patty. Yeah. You're getting a little bit. You're getting a little bit weird there. But uh, maybe to, just to change gears a little bit. I mean, we've been kind of talking about the culture and stuff like that. Um, but the tournament's been going on for I don't I don't even know how many years by now. I probably seventh, actually know that seventh. I think. Let me see. I mean, I believe it, it's, it's the seventh. Weird it seems like it's the second or third tournament ever, six, and it six. also seems like it's the fiftieth tournament ever. Six, like, nine, I feel like <laughs> six to one. I feel like it's been a part of my life forever, and it's also brand new. But so, of of all of the tournaments that you guys have had and played in, and everything, what what is a, a, a just a great moment that sticks out that you remember that is just like, if I can top this moment this year. It'll be the best tournament of my life. Oh, it's the two-year-old be... Louisiana yeah. final. I mean, <laughs> no, sure. the, it, it was just the best team. We, we Like, not talent-wise, but the like how close we were. The team was just the most fun. We had all those guys. Like, Scully was there and stuff like that. We had our core, Marty and Ness. Like, we just had our, our group of guys, and we had those four, like, Proof probably ranked right now, probably best player in the world for Team Canada right now, Steve Proof. Everybody remembers seeing the little guy with his LeBlanc, Daou, and uh, Bedar, right? So Bedar, best PK guy right now and stuff like that. So to have these top, top, top level guys come down here and the best team we've played against and we've seen in Iowa so far in D1 at that time and to be down by three goals with four minutes left and to do that comeback, I mean, we still like joke about it and talk about it, but that's even including ice moments, I think that's something that's like, it's the kind of stuff you see in a, in a movie, like a miracle movie, and you say, oh yeah, that's just, it's a Disney movie, you know what I mean? It's like, you could not have written a, a better script, you know, and the Scully scores to make it 6-5, and we yeah. take a penalty, we're down 4-2 with a minute left, you have the four best players for Team Canada against you, and you somehow you don't get scored on, you win the game. It was just, I don't think you can top that moment personally for me. Yeah, I think every, every tournament there's something amazing happening, even you know, like last year, I mean, almost a down 8-0 pulling, I mean, with, you know, three minutes left in the in the second and playing the Holford period and almost coming back. But there's always, you know, crazy moments. Uh, I remember, I mean, the D2, uh, 
Kofian won it in overtime, or actually there's four seconds left. But four seconds, yeah. Every there's always big moments, but it's gonna be you know that moment coming back and, and finalizing that coming back, right? I think with against Louisiana, that was the just the full, pretty perfect scenario, right? That we came back and actually ended up winning uh, in regulation. Um, but it, it's it's I you know again I think this year something's gonna top is gonna top that and creating another crazy memory. I just named those four uh, Quebec guys, but I want to take away from the rest of the team. I mean, they had, well, I think they had four ex-Pro Ice hockey players. They had yeah. Lodato, too, who played on Team USA. Three and three. Yeah, so I yeah. Mean, um, I didn't mean to, like, exclude yeah. the rest of the team, just pointing out some, like, outstanding talent with the rest of their core Louisiana guys, which was, like, yeah. like I said, four ex-Pro guys, Lodato and stuff, and bringing those four elite guys. I mean, that team was just unbelievably good, and for us to come as a local, we were basically all local guys other than Yannick, but he's been with us for like five years now, so I consider him local. So it was really a quad city team that took down that powerhouse, which I yep. think that was really cool. Well, and I love too that, you know, when I go like, oh, like what's the highlight? You're not like, oh, when I had the game-winning goal to put us into blah, blah, blah. It's not a centralized thing. I love that you guys are psyched that you're like, the talent that we beat was so good that like, I'll never forget how good they were. And, like, that's what makes it, like, feel like an accomplishment, you know, at, at every level, but especially D1 with the whole environment and the crowd uh, chirping and everything like that. And it's just like, oh, man, it's such an adrenaline rush. That's true. You have people in the stands with, like, posters and stuff. You know, it's like you're at a minor league pro hockey game with people in the stands chirping and the announcer and everything. It's just – it's – it's crazy, you know. It's it's crazy. Yeah, and you got to think about no, that. No. When you play ice hockey, it's it's glass, right? When I play, you know, I play teams of pro hockey, and there's no moment that you're playing and you can hear the crowd as well it, as yeah. playing. You don't hear, like people say, "Did you hear me?" Like I was, no, I don't care if you're like 50 people yelling. There's glass. You're lower. You barely hear. Like it's not. And then, but that you hear everything. So when the crowd goes crazy. And, you know, you get a couple, you know, 100,000 people watching. Even if, it, I mean, you hear everything, it just gets you so much. The drone rust is, is unreal, and there's nothing that can beat it. You know, I mean, I, people ask me all the time, do you, you know, play 10 years of pro, do you miss it? I'm like, I don't miss a second because I'm living, you know, more drone playing the game of deck right now and seeing the fans right now and, and performing, you know, with the, with the Quad City guys and big events and, and uh, national tournaments and competing against guys from all over the, the world. Uh, so it's, it's, uh, it's just amazing and stuff. Oh, but I'll tell you, I, I remember I had one where I think it was to put us, uh, we had to tie to get enough points to move on or something like that. It was a couple of years ago. Uh, Steggy fed me one. I hit it, tied it up. And then I just, I went ballistic and somebody took a picture of it. I remember that picture. And I was just like, Ah, that was so you exciting. Your and then there was a picture of it. All the and so time. every time I'm like, every time I look back, I'm like, I've literally never been that happy or excited <laughs> or like yes. adrenaline filled in my entire life. And it was literally just a tie. But like the out, point yeah. mattered, yeah, or however it was worked out. And I was just like, right, man, you come out of it with just like the, the, the picture spreads that you'll get after the summer tournament are just 2,000 pages and they're all amazing. Oh, yeah, there's a picture that it was my bad. Right. It was it was one of the flyer pictures. I think it was a Springfield guy. The guy never played ice hockey. I think he maybe played baseball or something. And it's just a picture of him like 
like you described, like just screaming, like his face, like, man, this, like, just the, you see the emotion in the face. And it's like, this guy never played hockey, nothing. He just scored a goal in the tournament. And it's like, the emotions are like blowing out of the picture. That That's when you see like a picture is worth a thousand. It's crazy to see that. It just, just looking at that picture, I'm like, man, this is, this is crazy. And to like that Springfield team, like they killed it last year, won D4, the tournament D4. They were all guys that had never played hockey. Just a bunch of athletes came together, yeah. guys, baseball, football players, never played ice hockey and just thrown together athletic. They came in here with a good mentality, a good team spirit, and they won it all. And now they're coming back. They, they spread into two teams because they got ranked higher now, obviously. So now they did two teams and they're going to go against head to head against each other. And it's, it's just fun to see like that, those levels, guys that have no ice hockey background still come and compete and just fall in love with the game of hockey in general. Oh, for sure. And I, that's the best part of it. We talked about it initially too. It's just, it's not necessarily, I, I don't even call it the atmosphere. I call it the energy. Yeah. And we yeah. talked about, you cannot describe it. The picture doesn't do it. And the place, oh. it, it's just, it, for the lack of a better term, and I hate this word, but the entire rink is just buzzing for five days straight. Yeah. And it's absolutely amazing. Game start at six, and I'll be there at noon on Wednesday. Yeah. Like it's you like know, I'm waiting. We're gonna kick oh. people off on and, Monday because it's hey, ten, you can't set up your tent yet. Yeah, it's like it's too early. <laughs> Whoever's the first, and, and it's true because like there's always somebody who's gonna come try to come a day earlier now. It's like every, every year it's Saturday. Earlier. <laughs> he's gonna put the tent there. It's like it's it's a day earlier every year. Uh, just they want to have the spot because they know it's like it's gonna be sold out and there's tents everywhere. Uh, but no, that's that that. And it's amazing. That's the beauty of it. Again, it's like, and no matter, and we talked about it, you know, like the guys from Springfield that won it with no hockey background, really, it's a sport for everyone. And no matter your, 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 your background, you're an elite player, you play pro, you never played, or you're, you know, girl, you know, guy, whatever. It's really a sport that everybody can enjoy and really enjoy the high competition, right, for their own level. But they can compete and really see the reality with the live stats and, and big, you know, and prizes and money and all that stuff. Um, so it's, it's something that's uh, really sets us apart, you know, and I think that's, uh, you know, you see that the people are falling in love with the sport and it keeps growing. So, yeah. Oh, for sure. So, I mean, I'll just be honest. It's, uh, it's a little upsetting to have this conversation today because I finally got my mindset where I wasn't focusing on a week and a half and the calendar like stalled. So now the days are going quicker, but now the next week and a half is just, it's going to be like molasses. It's going to be miserable until it gets I want it to slow down because once you hit that, once it starts, it's over so quick. And then you wake up yeah. that Monday morning and you're like, like it's, what like happened? everything yeah. comes down. Like, man, what do I have to work for now? Like, what do I, what do I think <laughs> what do about? I? Like, what do I watch on YouTube now? I, I was watching games, hours of tape to get ready or working out I don't like you watch what tech hockey focus is yeah. what you watch no yeah but it's like what are you talking <laughs> about but it's that cool so I think that's the best part is before it starts that's like we said it goes so it's gonna be over in a second so it's that part is exciting to me it's uh, the getting ready building the team finding like getting the cheap team chat going and all that and people are texting me hey one of the rosters coming out I gotta I gotta see my competition recruit <laughs> every, every level right I'm, I'm not gonna name yeah. names but it's not just the D1, the D4 guys are texting me, I want to see the teams, how many teams in that level, like who are we playing, is there all the teams? Oh, you, you get guys, and, and going with that, just to add to that, Nick, is like, I got guys texting me like, hey, Pat, like, they're playing on three teams, right, already. Pat, I'm on the sub list. 
I got to play every night as much as I can before the event. I got 50, like, and that's guys like, you know, play, that are playing the D5, D4, you know, level. I mean, it's everybody is, is hyping up and getting ready. So it's, it's so cool to see that. Oh, for sure. And I, I think obviously the passion and the energy we all have for it, I think just for the DHF audience, when we talk about it, this is why if you, for these East Coast guys, when they get here, just ask them about it. It'll validate all of that. But, you know, I, we're what, like less than two weeks away. It'll come oh, out yeah. and probably be about a week and a half when we release this. Yeah. So it's, it's about to be on top of us. We're looking forward to it. And do you guys just want to call it a night? Because I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight just from my <laughs> adrenaline. No, <laughs> I'm going to watch some videos right now. The last thing I was going to say to you boys is, are the deck has the team to be? Is the money staying in five two seven two two this year? Or are you gonna let me down again? I want to know. I was gonna say this year. We're. I mean, now people know. I think last year they saw that this team is beatable. There's talent out there. So I think now that's hopefully the local crowd is behind us a little more yeah. than last year. I almost feel like it was almost like okay, I want to see if somebody can beat them. Now that's happened. Hopefully, like. Now it's really out-of-town teams, and we're going to have two local teams. So hopefully we really get the fan support. And this is what it is. I mean, it's it's our local team. It's local guys. It's guys that grew up, Bobby Cassette, Nick Swisher, Mike Wolf. No, it's guys that are – they're here. It's our local guys. So I just hope that when we play those out-of-town teams in a respectful way that we get the, the cheering going for us. Because if we would be going there, they would get it, right? When the gods won it in Pittsburgh, the five-on-five, five, they had it. So now it's here. So let's take advantage of that, and I hope that – everybody goes behind because we're getting some serious competition here. Like yeah, it, on paper, it, on paper wise, if you compare, I'm not going to say it because I'm positive, but like there's some competition coming here. Big names. Like if you guys watch some highlights from 216 or world cups or type it, yeah. type their names on, on YouTube, yeah. on NHL network. I, I mean, it's, it's the biggest names in deck hockey are coming yeah, it, here. So it's, the, it's going to be real. Yeah. The, the, all the best players like from the United States are going to be in the tournament. So, I think it's, you know, it's going to be literally who's going to show up, who's going to do the details, who's going to be the top goalies to, you know, you know, play all their, you know, their, their heads and stuff and, and outperform the other goalie. That's a, you know, like from defensively to offensively, who's going to put the ball in when they need to put it in. Cause it, it's going to be, I mean, every detail, I mean, cause it could be literally any team could win this year. Um, I mean, from, you know, from the Jersey guys to the, you know, the Hauser team, I mean, the, you know, the young, young guys too. I mean, the Kramers and Stone and, you know, and Charlie. Uh, so it, it's going to be anybody's game right now. Honestly, it's, it's, I think it's going to be the toughest year, um, you know, that and in, even, in a uh, sense. Yeah. Jack Healy's team. I mean, they, they, Oh yeah. They improved last year, the round Robin, we tied them three, three. I mean, they tied us three, three in the round Robin game and they added some bigger talent than what they had. Their team went from here to here. And Jackie Lee's a really uh, good recruiter. Like he's been, he kind of took over that Waterloo Springfield franchise two years yeah. ago, maybe I want to say. And he's been doing a really good job at, at recruiting and bringing the right guys and getting a strategy and a mindset. And he really brought a franchise team to the D1 yeah. level. And he recruited guys, and now he got Cal Shot. He, he's with them now and stuff. So it's it's their team every year is getting here. Like I said last year, they tied us. And now they, they stepped it up even more. So they're going to yeah. be a team that could probably – they could go – if they play, like, smart this year, they could go all the way and possibly no, win it. So look, look, it, look at four names, you guys. No, Healy's a nine-year-old player. 
Coli's going to, I mean, it's going to snipe any, I mean, any corner, give me a little corner, he's going to put it in. Kyle Shaw, you guys all know him from the World Cup and, and last year. Uh, and then there's obviously um, um, Jackson um, uh, from Waterloo, you know, one of the, obviously the, the best players in, in, in Waterloo. So, I mean, all those, those four guys that you guys know the name, um, there's, I mean, from, so that's solid there, there four Perry, guys right there. Perry Jacobs on there too, they, who played oh, Team they, USA, Perry, one of you, the best D-men here in quad. Tyler Mankey from Waterloo was on Team they, USA they, as well. They have no weak it's, links. I mean, it's, 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 they literally, that team, it is true. Nick is totally right. I mean, Haley's a great captain. Bill's amazing teams. Um, him as a leader, too, is, he's an unreal player, and, and he recruits well, and, and they have uh, more. You cut off. Passion. Yeah, we're losing. Oh, more, I more secrets. That <laughs> will never show his hand. <laughs> but it's cool because, like, today? that's what I mean. Like, the four years ago, they started, they said, we need a, like, there's, we have so much talent in Waterloo. We need to have yeah. a team yeah. from here. And they worked with Springfield and they were okay. here four years ago. They were fine. But, and then every year is to see how they come. And two years ago, I think it, we beat them five, two close last year, three, three. Now we're at, we're at that. Now we're at, the, we're at the level that anybody can win. Everybody has the talent on each team. It's really going to be about yeah. who shows up to play, who plays a better system, who doesn't make the mistake, the extra, that one mistake is going to make the difference between the winner or loss at that level with, at the level we're at now, it's it's yeah. so cool because that was our vision six years ago when we made the tournament was to have that level where we can yeah. get a home team and get and that's where we're at now. So it's cool to see it come together. Well, and there's a couple players we didn't name on that roster that I know their names and I've seen and I know who they are and they're going to be if they can adjust to that three on three game, they're going to be a big X factor for on them. On the Lumos on Healy's team. Oh. But, Mock, I'll answer your question, and I'll just throw this out there. The money stays in 5-2-7-2-2, but it's not going to the deckheads. Oh, Well, you know what? Like, we work on this team because that was our goal, too. It's like now we have too much talent here. Like, I won on my team. I won Kramer. I won Charlie Freiberger. All these guys, Dakota, now he's killing one. <laughs> I mean, his shot's unreal. Guy never played ice hockey. I mean, I, I see him play the way he plays. He runs nonstop. His shot is amazing. And it's just these guys need to be playing at that level. And not on the, on the I don't want to say a bad team, but they need to be playing at that level on a real team that can win and that has structure. So I worked with them to build a real uh, – Scotty Worgen, another guy that I didn't name. Worgen obviously led his team last year in the D1 level. He's a big five-on-five guy, really, really talented player. So I said, we're going to start – that's another franchise we want to build we'll, with all this young – talent and have a real team that's going to compete at that level and see how they do against us these are all guys that could play on any team in d1 but we want yeah. to keep them together and see how they gel yeah. together and work and it's going to be a legit team like they're young they they run they're in shape like they, i'm not gonna lie we're all our team we're getting older and now it's cool to have this team that can slowly step in and learn the game learn the culture of the three on three game and all that and with their their lungs their legs and everything they're, I think they're going to be a big surprise this year. I mean, they could, if they're smart and they keep their heads and they play mature, they could they could go all the way 100. percent Like Shaq said, yeah. I because we 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 had to make a decision this year. Like Nick said, there were so many young talents. Either do we do we need? There's got to be a room for those young guys, and there's too many, you know. So we 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 had to make a decision that hey, it's time for us to build a young future 
all-star, you know, World Cup team, elite team with all the young talent coming up. Uh, so, uh, and you're totally right, Ryan. I mean, they they have a chance as much as the, you know, the Healy team and stuff and, the you know, the Springfield World guys, us. I mean, the New Jersey, Pittsburgh name. I mean, it's going to be anybody's. I mean, those – look how they play in the season, you know, like, I mean, the Kramer and Stone and all those guys, Charlie, name it. I mean, it, they're hard to beat. They're quick. They're speed. They know the game. They have experience now. They've been coached, right, by, you know, Nick and Swisher in, in, in Montreal. They learn a lot from that experience. So, uh, no, it's, it's, it will be the best event so far. And us, for just, like, talking about the open level, it'll be the hardest one so far. Like, there's going to be – it's not – it'll be – I mean, nobody – it's not going to be, you know, like it's between two teams or it's going to be anybody can win it. And that's, like, a, a 100% of fact. Look at all the rosters. I mean – it's going to be in anybody's game. I mean, it's basically going to be it's a showcase for Team USA 3-on-3 three three for the next World Cup. I mean, there's 15 yeah. spots on the 3-on-3 three three team, so they can take 13 players, two goalies. That's 15 spots. There's going to be 50 players, all, all USA guys, right? So no more yeah. Canadian guys that are in the mix. It's going to be the 50, basically the 50 top USA guys that are working and fighting for 15 spots on Team USA. Yeah. So that's another thing that's going to – the guys are going to want to prove that they deserve to make that roster, that 15 man roster. You have to, you have to be the guy that stands out in that tournament out of 50 guys, 15 are going to be able to play on that team USA. So it's, it's not like three years ago where we almost, if you play D1, you almost were guaranteed to make team USA right now. It's like, yeah. no, no, we have a big pool of talent to pick from. I don't care yeah. if the, the 19 year old, 20 year old, they're mature enough at that age. And I saw them play in Montreal last year. They were playing like, man, they're, they're ready to play at the men's level. Yeah. And so it's going to be crazy to see those guys compete, ourselves included, to make – to want to prove that they, they have a spot on that roster and they have what it takes to play for that 15-man for that roster. Yeah. So it's, and, it's going to be another level. Yeah. Really cool. And that's, that's just a cool thing about it. I mean, I'm, you know, kind of like, you know, like repeating again, but it, it's, it's, that's a cool thing about like that. It's, you know, that the border, I guess, you know, that the situation, the Canadian, Canadian teams can come and Yannick can come. It's truly right now an American, you know, USA battle. And like you said, there's 15 spots for the 50 players right there and they're all going to be there. So who will have, uh, right. who will showcase the best and uh, prove that they're part of the 15 top guys in U.S.? Well, I know personally, I can't wait. I mean, honestly, we've seen so many amazing battles, even if it's, you know, even if it's a day one, you know, first round matchup versus a, a championship Sunday, it's always just hot and heavy. Um, but I just, I'm pretty sure I speak for everybody when I say my biggest fear with this whole shutdown thing was that we weren't going to have a tournament. The most important takeaway is, boys, we got hockey back. It's going to be bigger than ever. We're not losing the stride here in Iowa. I feel bad for everybody that can't come to our tournament, but I still get to play. So it's going to be awesome, man. Next time we ask you guys if you're going to win, just say yes and just like stoke some tension and stuff. We kind of thrive off that here in the media. Um, but boys, again, I know that this is like the most busy time of the year for you guys and you have like a hundred things going on at the same time. So I appreciate you finding the time to sit down with us and give us a kind of look behind the lens. But uh, sure. uh, any, any closing that. remarks here? No, just a few things. I know that people will make remarks, schedule and stuff. So that'll be out soon. Uh, don't worry. It's if you've never done a schedule with 50 teams and all the requests and two rings and within that time span we have, it's not an easy task. So 
give us time and we're still figuring out rosters. We're still trying to see who plays on two divisions, like I said, stuff like that. So we're, we started working on it. The, obviously, we got we announced, I think it was Monday, sold out. So now the schedule's in the process of being made, but it takes time. Uh, and rosters are being entered and stuff. That's all going to be released at the same time. So I think a little difference last year, they were slowly appearing, the rosters, and guys were on it. Now we put the thing to inactive, so you can't see it until they're all done, and then they're all going to be released at the same time. So I didn't want to, I wanted, if a team gives me a roster, gives us a roster earlier, they're not disadvantaged in any way because it's all going to be released at the same time. Boom, it's going to be out, it's going to be announced, rosters are on the website. So it's just another side that's going to be exciting for, and then I'm sure the website's going to blow up. People are going to go see all the team's roster and start scouting and recruiting. And another thing that's a, like we yeah. were saying, that's a big part of the game too, starting to, who do I play against? we got these, these teams in the round robin. Um, maybe they'll go watch videos from last year and stuff like that. So it's fun stuff coming our way. So it's, I just wanted to say the schedule will be here shortly. We're working on it hard. So it'll be out uh, probably a week before the tournament, same as rosters and stuff like that. So. Yeah, for sure. Hey, always. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow for sure. We got uh, some D1 to do. And yep. Yes. Coming down to town. It's going to be good games. I'll be there watching and recruiting. <laughs> And right, don't worry, I'll be, Nick. Here, be coaching tomorrow. I'll be there. Ninety-five yeah. percent sure I'll be there. But don't worry, Nick. Whenever the schedule comes out, I'm still texting you, telling you we need to change it. Even yeah, if it's exactly. <laughs> I have conflicts. I can't play this day. Well, okay. Anyway. All right, boys. Well, right, I'm we'll we'll counting down the days. Fifteen What's days. Up, the biggest weekend of the summer. Cool. No, we can't wait, boys. Right. Don't forget, uh, Deck Hockey Focus. We'll be doing all kinds of live coverage. We'll be doing all kinds of interviews. Uh, honestly, we've got so many things in the works right now that I don't want to commit to anything. Um, but we should be able to help you guys out with, uh, you know, especially those of you guys that can't be there in person for obvious reasons and things like that. But we're so excited. Nick Levesque, Pat Levesque, uh, we just appreciate everything you guys Facebook do. The monitor. tournament is literally the best. Is again? there going to be, like, the interview and stuff, like, with, like, follow social media, you guys, is, like, what do you get? You guys do it like we'll put, yep, so, so everybody knows what's going on. Yep. So we'll have so we'll have uh, we'll have periodic updates on our on our Facebook page. Facebook. Uh, we've got our Twitter. The most important thing I think that we need more subscribers on the YouTube channel. So I kind of want to push that. Yeah. Uh, but dot If if you have a question about what we're doing, go to deckhockeyfocus.com. That will usually answer all of your questions, or just Father Nick and Pat, they don't have anything going on. So just ask them. <laughs> Leave us alone. Uh, no, but we'll be doing a bunch of interviews and stuff like that. And we love doing all that kind of fan stuff and, and all that thing. So uh, 2020 is looking to be the same year that we thought it was going to be. It's just happening a month later, and, and we can't wait for it. Stay tuned. Duck Hockey Focus.